You're listening to the Talking Crops podcast, brought to you by AgFacts.com. Today is September 16th, 2015. I'm your host, Chip Ward, and today we're going to be talking about growing rice, but not from any of the rice-growing states. Our guest, Dr. Michael Schlappi, has been making efforts to grow rice in the Midwest. He's an associate professor at Marquette University in Wisconsin. Now, Michael, when I typically think about growing rice, I think about Arkansas or California. And I've, But, you know, I've right. heard of people growing rice as far north as, like, northern Missouri near the Mississippi River. In your most recent trials that you've been doing, how successful have you been in growing rice? So my uh, so long-term vision is to, to bring, bring rice to, to Wisconsin or the Midwest. That's why I... Yeah, I'm researching the genetics, you know, how to improve cold tolerance. But on the other hand, I also try to to do a real life uh, experiment. So, so growing rice outside. And I started this at uh, at the university here on uh, rooftop patties. So I generated uh, four by four uh, rooftop, uh, I mean raised beds. I put a pool liner in there, a little bit of soil, a couple inches of soil, and then uh, we plant the rice and and flood it with water throughout the growing season. And uh, so like this, I was able to do a stress test uh, early in, all, in in April, sorry. So April is still pretty cold, pretty chilly here in, in Wisconsin, but uh, I started to screen uh, a lot of rice varieties that I got from the uh, Rice Research Center from the USDA in Arkansas. And uh, like that, I could select uh, a few that were actually able to, to survive planting early in the season, such as uh, mid-April or so. I was reading that one of the varieties you chose was a Russian variety, correct? Correct. That's correct. And yes. I was looking at the map, and I guess the latitude lines are pretty similar. I actually think Wisconsin's a little bit higher than where typically rice is grown over in Russia. Yes, but, but you, you, you did your homework. That, uh, that is yeah. correct. <laughs> The funny thing was the the best the one that popped out immediately um, in in my my first screen was this Russian lion that uh, comes from uh, the black the Black Sea area right. uh, from from the province or, or region of Krasnodarsk and it's actually called Krasnodarsky uh, it has a name and then a number but it's grown it's still grown there I believe uh, to this day it's the area where um, uh, the the Winter Olympics were uh, I think was last year this year I forgot. But anyway, it's this this area of Krasnodarsk, and the funny thing is we are at 43 and a half or so latitude, and uh, that region is about 44. So we are almost perfectly aligned in terms of latitude. Um, but I think we still have a bit more temperamental weather to, due to our closeness to you know the Canada and the North Pole, if you will. So it was. It, yeah, it, it is working. And the thing with rice is, so my other research on rice is the flowering time or heading date. So uh, you have to be able, rice is a short date. It likes more short days to flower. And in summer, in the north especially, the days get really, really long. Right? Uh, in June, you have almost 16 hours of light, 15 and a half hours of, of daylight. And that's too long for rice to flower. Therefore, it will do this, you know, in July or August or even September, which can be too late again. And this Russian line that actually works pretty well is able to flower if you plant it uh, at the end of April or mid-April or even beginning of May, it will flower uh, at, a, at a good time, which is uh, beginning of August here. And then you have you know nice four, five, six weeks of still good weather for the rice to mature and we can harvest actually as we, not as we speak, but 
just before this interview, I did harvest some of the rice uh, on on the roof. So this it's, it works pretty well in Milwaukee, which is about 44, 43.5 uh, uh, north the latitude, um, and it works really well on rooftops. So I can get I can get two to three pounds for in a four by four patty of uh, unprocessed rice. And if you translate that to a, a an acre, it will give me up to seven, eight thousand pounds of, of rice, which is pretty good. How, do, how does that compare um, to uh, a state that's well known for rice growing? I, I think this is kind of the minimum that they want in Arkansas. Eight thousand pounds is, is probably what they like okay. to achieve. Uh, five, I mean, six. I think if it's below six, seven thousand pounds, that they wouldn't get out of bed to. <laughs> to even try that. But I think if we can, if you can get uh, 8,000 pounds, that's pretty comparable to what they get in uh, California or, or Arkansas as well. So, but California has the problem with the drought, right? They're in the fourth year or so of drought and right. it doesn't look like it's going to get better. But we don't have this problem with the uh, water resources in the Midwest, especially in Wisconsin. So, therefore, I think it would be a fantastic uh, you know, opportunity to think ahead and, 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 and the climate might be getting even warmer, but rice would be okay with this. But at least as long as we have the water resources, we can generate patties and maybe, you know, introduce rice as a commercial crop in Wisconsin besides, you know, the corn and the, the soybean. But you mentioned the, uh, uh, I had another uh, experiment that was mentioned in, in, in uh, before uh, where half an hour, so there's a uh, field, an actual uh, agricultural plot of field that I could was able to rent this year, uh, which is half an hour north uh, from Milwaukee. So that's already even further north, right, uh, than, than, than Milwaukee. So that's closer, maybe 44 north or so. How's the and progress? the microclimate is a little bit different. Uh, go ahead. I said, how's the progress going on that so far? Yeah, so so there this year, uh, I have you know, a couple of volunteers and students. We, we dug a few, like nine patties, uh, bigger, like you know, five or seven by seven patties. Yeah. And we transplanted about uh, 3,000 uh, seedlings of rice uh, in uh, in mid, mid-May. And it took them a bit longer, but the reason was that uh, the patties were leaking and we had a little drought problem there rather than cold. So the chilling was okay again, but the microclimate is a little bit cooler in here and it took them a bit longer to flower. But they did flower by the end of uh, uh, August, so August 20th, 25th. And uh, it's it seems that, that you know it seems that we're also going to get a, a nice harvest up there as well. So it seems to be successful uh, in in two different locations uh, or two different ways of growing it. You know, a patty, uh, artificial raised bed patty versus an actual in a field setting where we in a, in a simple way we we made patties. But this could be improved. So so next year uh, if, if I get funding, especially from from uh, USDA or other agencies or foundations that are interested in this, we can uh, ask contractors to to dig an actual really nice, you know, uh, dig a patty that is leveled uh, and uh, build a berm and then a little canal around it. We, we have the water resources at the farm. There's a big, uh, this is a deep well that, you know, would supply the water. So we wouldn't have, we have access to water there. It's not, not the issue. Uh, but uh, like this, if we have a, a permanent patty, we could then experiment with different growing methods and different varieties still. So that's that's on the uh, agenda for next year. About the Russian variety, how different uh, is? Does it have a different taste or a different texture than I guess no rice? No, it, it looks it looks to me like like the uh, the typical you know um, 
we, we haven't eaten it yet, <laughs> to be honest, because uh, we need to to build a, a a, a machine that's called a holder. Uh, you know, you have to separate the the, the hard shell. Right. Excuse me, right? So it's a hard shell called a hull from the grain, from the or, or the grain has this hard shell, and then when you separate it, you get the seed inside, so the the rice seed, which is the brown rice that that I would recommend uh, anybody to eat anyway. But it it is grown commercially in uh, you know in, in in Russia, in southern Russia, so. I assume it's okay, but it looks it looks like a Japanese type of rice that uh, a lot of people at least used to work uh, eat and work with in the lab. So it's pretty comparable to to, uh, to some type of Japanese. It's a shorter grain, uh, medium grain, and uh, thicker than you know. It's not a uh, an exotic grain, not a long grain rice that a lot of people like, like the the jasmine rice. Those type of rice that that's that's really hard to grow in the states anywhere in the states because of the flowering time requirements. They they like more short days, really short days, which you can only find close to the equator. So, so we have to stick to these, uh, you know, thicker, rounder grains of rice. But they, I think it's going to be fine. We'll 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 taste it this season. We'll let you know <laughs> how it tastes. <laughs> Now, um, Michael, we've got a lot of listeners that grow rice in Arkansas and California and some of the places we mentioned. And sure. do you think that there is a need to grow more rice in the country? Um, I, I, I see it more as, but like I mentioned before, it's maybe a, it's, in, in a, it's a delicate issue in a way because um, – you know, rice is really efficiently grown in 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 California, and they do a great job. But right. there is definitely a, a problem with the drought, and I'm not saying this. Yeah, is going I, to be, I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. Right, I'm not going to say that it's going to be, it's not going to work anymore in California. But I think there's it's becoming maybe more and more expensive, or who knows what's going to happen. I think my idea is that <clears throat> what we lose in maybe California, we can. Um, at here in the Midwest, because to my knowledge, I think we actually in the, in the States we we um, we grow about eighty percent of the rice we consume, and then but we grow more than that. We also we we can even ex we export rice to other countries, and then the other twenty percent I think is more the specialty rice such as the basmuti uh, or the uh, you know jasmine rice. So we're doing a good job growing rice. So we don't need more in that sense, but I think you know. With the climate change and climate, and some people dispute that, but nevertheless, there there is a tendency that you know the weather is going to be more erratic in California as well, and it seems to be a little bit more buffered still here in the Midwest, except that we have you know Wisconsin is pretty cold, and that's not going to change for a long time, I think. So, so Michael, do you um, do you, uh, do you think that you know one day it may be commercially feasible to actually grow rice in the Midwest? I mean, that's obviously, I, I, yeah, really that's your goal. I, I think it's feasible from from these pilot studies that that we've done here. I think it's feasible, yes. Um, and there's there's a person in Indiana who who is also at the at a small he, he's growing rice uh, at a small scale even without flooding. He's using another type of Russian rice that doesn't need to be flooded uh, with uh, you know patties. And uh, he has he maybe gets about four five thousand pounds per acre if he would expand it. But he's highly interested, uh, you know, as well that we can maybe establish a rice business or a rice uh, uh, growers in association that will push this forward. So that in who knows how many years from now, but 
that it becomes a, a more familiar crop as well, besides you know the corn, soybean, and wheat that we grow in, in Wisconsin. But I see it more as a zero-sum game in a way that what we are losing, maybe in other parts due to um, um, changing climate, we might be able to add here. So to answer your question, and along, you know, we, we don't need more, but I think we, we, if we do this, we secure, we secure the rice, um, you know, um, agriculture sustainable. We can sustain rice as an agricultural um, business if if we uh, think ahead and maybe establish it here where we have the uh, plenty, you know, the, the water resources. So that's the idea. Well, Michael, that's going to wrap up our show. I'd just like to say thanks again so much for coming on the show and talking with us. And hopefully down the road, we'll hear some more big news about rice growing in the Midwest. Yeah, no, no, no problem. Uh, thanks for contacting me and uh, good luck with the podcast. At ACFAX, we're serious about crops. Connect to crop production, marketing info, and weather reports at ACFAX.com. That's A-G-F-A-X.com. We'll keep you informed. Copyright ACFAX, LLC. All rights reserved.